There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hi! Cheers! (laughs) And welcome! Welcome! To episode 40. 40. Baby, 39, 12, 42. Sure. Why do I feel so much further away from you today? I feel like I really had to stretch my arms to cheers our shot. I don't know. I told you my back pillows are off. So (laughs) maybe I'm usually further ahead. Oh, man. Yeah, we're 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 all discombobulated today. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oof. Oh, <laughs> Kim provided us with a ooh ooh it's still happening. <laughs> Kim provided us with a strictly podcast whiskey. Yeah, don't let anyone else drink that shit. Oh, That's podcast fuck whiskey. No. I'm gonna put a label on it. Back says off, podcast whiskey. Wh- podcast whiskey? It's already hit me. <laughs> already day drunk. <laughs> um Hello, Hi. how are you? I'm good. How are you? I missed I'm so you. Fucking good, dude. Me too. Great. Yeah. Why are you, why are you good? Mm. Let's see. I started uh, hot yoga again. Nice. Which just turns me into a different person. Feels good. And that is an... Bernsey, that is another thing that you introduced me to. I mean, obviously we knew what Bikram and hot yoga was from college, but like I hadn't tried it until you were doing it several years ago. And I did it just on a whim. And it is to this day the only thing that helps my knees. That's it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, I just like to bring good things to the world. I know. And then introduce it to you, people. Make you feel good. And then you got me excited about boxing. You're oh, just, yeah. Yeah. You're my An girl. Innovator. You are. <laughs> um, but it's just so fucking expensive that it's like, you know, it's it's difficult to maintain anymore. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it is something uh, else I'm going to bring to your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's luxury. Yeah. So I'm premium. I'm super excited about that i love that Mm -hmm. that's so great congrats thank you i've been doing a thing maybe you'll start doing it one day i guess probably (laughs) where i um, i'm doing an experiment for six months i do love science where i'm gonna visualize every day for a half hour Ooh, at least five days a week but the goal is every day but just so i don't beat myself up right right, you know so yeah and it's been fucking cool maybe i'll try it as well i've only been doing it for like a week and a half and i already like i'm like feels great that's awesome (laughs) maybe i'll give it a shot yeah because it's like what if this shit really works 
And like the worst thing that could happen is that I'm in the same place I am from, you know, six months from now. Exactly. So, which is my best friend and it's a great place to be. (laughs) So, oh, we should talk about, we went to Monster Palooza. Oh my God. We haven't got to record yet. We were, I think we recorded like right before we went. So it was like, (gasps) we met Burps Man. We met Burps Man. He was the first. We met He was the first person we met basically. At Monster Palooza, it's like he was waiting for us yeah, and greeted us sweet there. Little baby, he was he was so cute, I and he to, didn't murder us. He didn't murder us. I tried to date him. He he was silent, the the strong silent type. But I'm sure he would have had a British accent. If, <laughs> oh, he! I bet he does <laughs> bet under he does. there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Baby Burstman. May I stab you with this candy cane? <laughs> Oh my gosh, we should do a play about Baby Burps Map. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. I still am upset. Well, like I look at their Insta feed every day. The peculiar Julia and creepy so-and-so. Oh. I will, I need to remember. I feel like <laughs> such an idiot. I look every single day. Ghoulish something. I don't know. I'll post it. Yeah, I have to share. I got a Michael Myers ring that I'm going to post about. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll post some of the really cool vendors that we that we saw and some of the makeup tutorials or not tutorials but uh you know where they show you how they do the special effects makeup it was fucking not so yeah it was really fun oh and (laughs) should we tell my embarrassing story oh my god (laughs) yes i this was one of the best moments of my life And one of the most embarrassing for Kim. Um, Most embarrassing. So I I will start and then you sort of fill in based on how your brain was moving at this moment. So we're standing at the Dread 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 table and we're talking to John Condit, who's a super cool guy. And we're just talking about the movies that they have laid out. And I say to a dude standing there who was having trouble deciding what dvd to get i said we've seen the golem it's it's really good yeah kim is standing next to me silently but just sort of looking at the person that i'm talking to and then you take it from there so then that happens that guy goes away i'm pretty sure and that that was just like a random dude and then we're talking to john and somehow oh we're talking about the dvds and he's like oh they had a documentary on kane Hotter, hotter yes who played Jason, Jason there and he's like oh I you know have to mention that because he was at Monster Palooza doing signings and stuff right. and I was like and then he was like actually the director of said documentary is right here at the end of the table <laughs> and I was like and then I just start talking words start falling out of my mouth and I'm like oh hi I think I went on a date with your roommate do you have roommates I what <laughs> to which he responds I have a couple roommates. What's his name? And Kim goes, I don't I know. Don't <laughs> I don't remember. It, was all, it all happened so quickly and I didn't expect any of it. I don't know. You guys know how many dates I go on. It's a lot. I, uh, and then I was like, um, well, the only reason I'm saying is because he gave me, I, I was like, we have a podcast, a horror podcast. And he gave me, he this gave me a mask. Talking, he gave the me the mask, the Jason mask. He right. gave me a signed Jason mask. <laughs> From from Kane Hodder, right. who, who from your documentary, and he's like, "Oh, so and so says the name," and I'm like, "Yes, that's it." Like, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I think I heard that oh, story. Oh fuck! It was just and so I was great. Like, I, I just appreciated it so much. It was great. Oh my gosh, thank you. I just uh, I just took a little half step back from the table just so I could get a good view of the proceedings, and I just watched. It was so great. 
I love it. Very unexpected. But yeah. yeah. So when I definitely talked about it on the podcast, right? That yeah, for sure. That mm-hmm. I got the Jason mm-hmm. mask. So now I met the the director of the movie who the Jason mask was originally from. <laughs> Signed by Kane Hattard. Still the best gift that any first date has ever yeah. given me. If I I don't know how it could get better than that, really. Just been a fly on the wall for when his roommate <laughs> went home and said, I met someone today. Okay. <laughs> In my defense, we met one time. Yes. Like, and you were also on the spot of like, very what's his spot. name? Yeah. Like, I, I am sure that you do. In fact, I know you remember the guy's name. It was more like just like, said it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, like, how often do you, like, use someone's name or, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just stop talking. You know, yeah, I was going to say, do you want to just pass that shovel over to me? Because I think you're done digging. All right. Well, um, <laughs> speaking of dates, I have another story for you. Great. So last we talked, I was dating a British guy and another guy that was kind of, like, spiritually. Okay. Woo-woo. And British guy has since ghosted me. What the fuck? Yeah. I haven't been, like, straight ghosted in a long time. And so I was like. Like at one point, I literally was like, how is this? How is this? Are we still talking? I'm not sure. <laughs> and then he didn't reply. And I was like, I'll take that as a I'll no. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> what the and then, fuck? Um, and then so I'm still talking to the other guy. And he's kind of winning me over a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Is um, that the singer? Yeah. Got yeah. It. Okay. But I did have another date set up this past week that kind of from a while ago. So I went on that date and... In the middle of it, he somehow is like talking about, you know, I guess maybe what we're looking for is defining the relationship, I guess, which he said DTR. And I was like, I've never DTR. heard that before. And he was like, yeah. oh, it's like a school, middle school thing or something. I was like, we didn't say that on the yeah. East Coast, I guess. No, because is he he's what nationality? Uh, I don't British, know, but he's obviously. from L.A. Oh, he's from no, L.A. No, 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 okay. He's from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So D- DTF? No, DTR. that's a t- <laughs> That's a different one. No, that one D- I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DTF D- I know. DTR. DTR apparently means to find the relationship. Okay. And he says something along the lines of like, you know, oh, so like you're looking for something romantic or not just friends because that's what you are for me or something along those lines because I'm already in a relationship. No. And I was like, come again? What? Can you say what? And he's like, yeah, I'm in an open relationship. And I was like, wait, what? What the f... And Shouldn't he's like, that, like, but I'm kind of... profile? Right. And he's like, I'm kind of new to, like, actually going on dates, though. And he's like, and I wasn't sure... Like, people, different people say different things about whether you should say it in advance or not. Right. And so he... Like, by the end of it, he was like, I'm sorry that you were kind of like my guinea pig of, like, not saying it. You right. know what I mean? Because I was like, like yeah. um, I'm going to say, from my perspective, you should say it. Yeah. I mean, in a weird way, it's interesting because I wouldn't have gone on the date. Of course not. And also, your profile looking for. says what you are looking for. I mean, it says I'm looking for something legit, which is just, like, me trying to be, like, a cool way of, like, you're, like, mm. an easygoing way of being, like, I'm looking for something real. But that's pretty clear to me. Right, you would think so. That's pretty clear. Anyway, but it like turns out we live around the corner from each other, and now he like listens to the podcast. (laughs) But I fucking told him I was telling this story. I was like, "Fuck you, you owe me." I'm telling this goddamn story. I don't give a fuck. Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't know. So now that you've DTR'd, are you DTF as well? Or (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) No, it's too complicated. I don't want. That I want my own person. Yeah, and no, no judgment for anyone for no, whom do that thing. works. But I, I'm just, I'm not that person. Um, 
And then something else happened that night too, where a friend of mine that I had gotten a beer with before him told me something that I, I just don't want to share it specifically on the air, but I will tell you, Hedren, but um, everybody. It, was, <laughs> it was like a thing that basically a long time ago, he said there was like, he had a bet that I was, and he like wanted me to help him. Like he lost the bet and then he wanted me to help him do something. And I just like kept not doing it. Like I didn't want to. Yeah. And turns out like there was no bet and it was just like something he really wanted to do. And he was like apologizing for kind of like trying to trick me. Wow. Um, but it was a little like, remember in college like we'll just bleep tricked it. a bunch of like theater major girls into doing like weird foot fetish videos with yep. him because he was like oh they're for film school right which we um, were all in so it was completely reasonable that yeah someone would be doing some weird artsy project yeah. having to do with feet yeah so it was like similar to that not like a sexual thing at all but it was just like a weird thing and so like that that came out like that night too when i got home from the day and i was like what is happening yeah what is happening <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yeah, this was a lot all at once. That's that's a lot. But we're still we're still talking to Woo Woo Singer. Yeah, we're supposed to go out tonight. Great, but yeah, but I was super like I'm not like you know, not like kink shaming anyone or whatever. Like I not was like, all. yeah, you do you. It sounds like you something just, you should explore. But you just got to be honest. Don't think it's for me. Yeah, you just got to be honest with other people for about sure. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, their your kink may not be their kink, and they may be kinked in another way. <laughs> <laughs> and then your kinks get all kinked, you're, and you're yeah, gonna like now you're all just tangled up. <laughs> Too many kinks. <laughs> Too many kinks. Uh, um, do we have so, yeah. any reviews? Oh, we do. Fuck, we do. Where's my phone? D D D. This is from a person. <laughs> I think we have our song. Name you can just go right into it. This name <laughs> that I'm finding. And this is person's name <laughs> is XO 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 four two eight five. That sounded like XO 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 four two eight five. Woohoo! XO 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 four two eight five. Woohoo! Oh, that was a really good one. That one just came really organically right out of our hearts. That was so fun. Oh, and the title of their thing is so fun. What is it? Their review is is so fun. Oh, and that's what I. Oh oh. I don't know. I thought you were saying. The, the title of their review is so fun and let oh, me tell you the so fun, fun. No. <laughs> just it just is so fun yeah guys we are it's, quote so fun end quote <laughs> <laughs> who what did you put in this whiskey more whiskey <laughs> i'm just fucking fine high bro i visualized I this morning and i'm like Woo! I love it. Life um, is good. So d- I'm really excited about Me too. Okay. Oh, side note, back to the open relationship dude. Yeah. He also told me that about two years ago, someone named Jordan Peel <laughs> came into his business that he has. Stop. And was like, I'm, maybe it was like two or three years ago, I guess at this point, but and was like, yeah, I really want to try to create like a new horror genre, <gasps> like social horror. Oh, my fucking And all these God. things. And they ended up not working together. But then a little while later, a little he movie called Get Out. Holy happened. shit. Yeah. That's fucking And I was awesome. like, shut the fuck up. So I think, okay, so you're going to be in love with this movie from my telling of it. But then 
when we dive down some rabbit holes in the postmortem for this uh-huh. one, you're going to be like, your mind's going to oh, explode. Oh, well, we really find out what everything means. Yeah. Ooh. And I'll share like a couple things. Cause you know, Eric, like I went to see it for the second time with him and uh-huh. like, he's like the rabbit hole master. Like he's like, oh, right. let's, yeah, he likes let's fucking dive deep, dive. deep down. So I already know some things, but how is taking notes in the dark movie theater? So Eric's a genius. <laughs> um, he gave me a big notebook and uh-huh. a Sharpie. Okay. Yeah. You because have like- you can... <laughs> 100 right. pages of notes because yeah because With no more than 10 words on each page <laughs> but it's because you can kind of see this on the white paper okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like don't try to write on the back of pages right you just, just keep, yeah so you're just constantly like the people near you are like can you stop turning pages yes. ma'am so i got seat. you're like turn turn turn, turn. <laughs> so i got a seat all the way in the back Okay. Too. Because also, Sharpies are loud. Yeah, dude. They're loud. You were just making so much noise I in there. Know. It's like a tense horror movie, and you're like, scratch, 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 scratch. Page turn. Scratch, 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 scratch. Page turn. Literally what was happening. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, but you know. Oh, and then anything, he typed him up. Look at you. I did. She's anything, a fancy lady. People. Anything for the PCAST. Is yep. that a new? I'm not sure. I'll see myself. We'll decide. <laughs> we can't. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe it's him. I might, um, we'll see. We'll see. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm telling Kim about us. Yay! And not like me and Kim, like the movie Us. <laughs> nope. We're actually going to spend two hours talking about ourselves. Uh, our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> where it started, where it's been, where it is now. How'd we get here? Okay. So, Kim, for this dead or alive, I am mm-hmm. going to give you the IMDb names because... You will learn later why it is important for me to give you the IMDb names rather than what I was calling them in my notes. names. Yeah. Okay. So, Dead or Alive, Adelaide, played by Lupita. That it's fine. To okay. Tell. Yeah. I actually thought when you said the IMDb names, you're going to give me the actor names. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh. Lupita Adelaide is, um, fuck. I think she's dead. Okay. Red. Dead. Kitty. Alive. Josh. Alive. Jason. Alive. Lindsay. Alive. Low. Dead. Gabe. Dead. Abe. Ah! <laughs> um... Alive. Dahlia. Uh, alive. Tex. Dead. Umbre. Umbre. Girl. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I thought it's it was. not Umbre. I thought it was it's Umbre. Like umbre. Joey Tribbiani selling, <laughs> selling cologne yeah, it's style. Yeah, Joey Tribbiani, yeah. Uh, alive. I don't even know where we are anymore. Becca. Alive. How many fucking characters are there? 30 trillion. This is not fair. No, I'm going to lose based on just this dead or alive. Nix. Girl. Alive. Zora. Dead. Pluto. Alive. Okay. How uh, many was that for real? It was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. That's some garbage bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, that's how many characters there were. I don't know what to tell you. I, All right. I've already lost. <laughs> All right, so the whole thing is out of 34 points. You just spent more than half of those points on Dead or Alive. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. All right, so you ready? 
This isn't even fair. The, <laughs> so the the uh, screen opens up on just text. And the text says the following. Countless miles of empty tunnels crisscross the underbelly of the United States. Some are abandoned subway platforms, others just service ramps. And then there are those we don't even know about. Yeah. (laughs) So now we open on a 1980s TV screen and we're seeing like cheesy commercials of dudes like dancing down the boardwalk holding a boombox to their ear like you know what i'm saying cheesy 80 shit then we see an ad for hands across america do you do you know what hands across america was because it's it's like before our time but it's like a pretty famous reference vaguely recall but if you have an explanation i'll take it so it was a demonstration to benefit something like aids i think it was aids i'm not i think it was aids and everyone held hands literally held hands across america in school I I don't re- I don't remember it as something that I did, but I, I vaguely like, recall maybe holding hands with everyone and taking a picture. May, we would have been really little, maybe not then. That yeah, might we have would been have been else. really little. Okay, so that's what we're seeing. Now we cut to the Santa Cruz Fair. So it's like you know Ferris wheels and whack a mole and you know fair games and things like that. And there's a little girl walking behind her parents who are not getting along. Like she can see and hear them arguing up Mm -hmm. in front of her. She's holding like a big red candy apple. And the dad wants to win her a prize. Like he's, you know, shooting some bottles or some shit. And he wins her a thriller t-shirt. And she puts it on right away. And he like bends down to her, like holding the thriller t-shirt with this like cute little scrunched up face, like just being like, you're so cute. Here's your prize. And it was really sweet. So now that she's walking behind them again, holding her big giant candy apple and the parents are up front fighting, not very discreetly fighting about um, how he wants to get another beer and she's giving him shit for it. And then at one point she's like, hey, they're shooting a movie over there. Why don't you go be an extra? And he's like, can you ever get off my back about like getting a job? Like ever. And the dad is then like, I want to go play whack-a-mole. So they go over to the whack-a-mole thingy and the mom asks the little girl, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Why don't you come with me? And she says, I don't I don't want to. And she's like, no, come with me. And the dad's like, I can watch her. Like, it's fine. So she's like, okay. Sure enough, mom walks away. Dad gets distracted playing whack-a-mole. She walks down to the beach. So this Santa Cruz fair, it would be as if the fair was happening along the boardwalk. Boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ocean City. Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, yeah, Or Ocean City. Yeah, yeah. And so she turns to the ocean and decides to take a walk down to the ocean. And she passes some people. She passes like a couple that's like feeding each other French fries. And she passes some of the rides and sees people on the rides. And then she passes like this hippie dude with long blonde hair who's holding a sign that says Jeremiah 1111. And she just goes down the little stairs to where the like the actual sand and beaches. Mm-hmm. And she sees that there is a fun house with the entrance that's like on the beach. Like you you're walking in sand right up into the entrance of the fun house. Okay. And it says Vision Quest, find yourself. So she drops the apple in the sand and she walks in. 
and it's this sort of the theme is like a dark like forest scape or Native American theme and at one point an owl yeah. pops out an owl yeah it's like an animatronic owl that like as you uh-huh. walk it like pops out and it's like whoo whoo uh-huh. she's like Bleh. um so she keeps walking around and then she finds herself in a room of mirrors but it's like a pretty dark fun house like it's definitely like not lights up kind right. of fun house well then those lights go out Ooh. and it's just the exit signs that are lit up so she sees an exit sign and she walks towards it and bam walks into a mirror so she's like fuck that's okay now i'm really confused like i really can't tell where i am so she looks around and sees that there's exit signs everywhere because it's a hall of mirrors mirrors, yeah and she starts whistling like to calm herself like you can tell that she's really nervous and she just kind of starts give me How, how old is she like maybe eight She's pretty young. 10 to 35. 10 to 35. Got yeah. It. No, more. I would say closer to like, <laughs> like, five, to like five to 10. 5 to 10. Yeah. 5 oh, to 10. Okay. Yeah. She's a baby. Seven. 5 to 10. She's 5 to five 10. 5 to 10. Give me a little whistle. Give me like a calming yourself whistle. <laughs> that's, that's about what it is. So she's whistling to herself, kind of trying to figure out which exit sign is the real exit when she hears someone else start whistling oh, no. exactly what she's no. whistling. No. She's kind of backing up, kind of like trying to like back up to get a whole scope of the room. She's backing up into her mirror and we see the reflection of the back of her until we realize it's not a reflection. There's a little girl standing back to back with her that looks exactly like her. Mm Mm-hmm. The camera then goes to the little girl's face and we see a look of horror come over her. To our little girl. Okay. Bam. Opening credits. (laughs) So the opening credits start zoomed in on a white rabbit in a cage. And it slowly zooms out to this like super creepy music that I actually tried to find. Like it sounds like it's being sung in Latin and it's very like choral or like Gregorian. But like I I really want to know like what the actual song was. I couldn't find it. So I'm still looking. Why don't you sing a little for me? Santos, hore, santos, hore, so, ho, 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 ho. That was actually like pretty much exact, actually. (laughs) I bet it is. (laughs) I bet it is. So we see that as the credits are going, like the camera is zooming out and it's not just one rabbit in a cage. It's like a wall of rabbits in separate cages up against the wall. And that made me sad. And I, I didn't like it. Song playing is creepy. Because rabbits were in their home. What? Rabbits were in their cages. Yeah. Yeah. But they were really small cages. They could not, they clearly couldn't be enjoying themselves. They didn't have enough space to hop around. I didn't see anyone tending to them. It was very (laughs) upsetting. So now we are in present day and we're in a car with a family driving to their vacation home. And it's Lupita. And it's Lupita. She's love her. You're not even ready for her. I love her so much. So then there's Gabe, who's played by, I realize I called him. M'Baku the entire time that I was typing this and then I realized that's not a reference you know he played M'Baku in Black Panther and he would like stole the fucking show like he's not a, I mean he's I saw not a, Black Panther you did I don't see know Black Panther is, though he's I mean, I don't, you know 
people's names. Okay, he's like the rival Not up on all of the Marvel, <laughs> or if that even is Marvel <laughs> or DC. Did you, you guys see that? Come down. I did watch you, Roy Wood Junior's. <laughs> like that was actually very helpful. I was yeah. like, cool. I'm in. I'm. I, I'm. You completely know updated. Eric sent her like a like a a video that was somebody just if you need to like catch Roy up Wood on Jr. from like the Daily Show. <laughs> yeah. Eric was like, I was like, you should send that to Kim. It's like a three minute catch up on every single Marvel movie, movie that's ever been made. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it. It's really it funny. funny. But M'Baku plays like the rival tribe leader that ends up being helpful to them. Like initially they're rivals, but he like stole the show. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I wasn't sure if you knew the reference. So his actual name is Gabe. Yeah. In the movie, I, which is I fine. Can't picture it at the moment. Yeah. It was a long time ago. His name is Gabe. Then we have their daughter, Zora who's like 15-ish, and their son, Jason, who's 12-ish. Okay. They're super cute family. The kids are asleep in the back. They pull into the driveway of their vacation home, and Gabe turns around. He's like a really funny, dorky, glasses-wearing dad, and he's like, shh, wake up! (laughs) And the kids like are startled, and it's super cute. He's like really dorky. He reminds me of my dad. He's so cute. Cute. So now they're sitting at the dinner table because they like just got in from a long drive. They're all eating like fast food and they're just kind of talking around the table. Jason is super into like magic tricks and he has this like little flicker thing where like what I think it's supposed to do is it's supposed to look like you've conjured fire out of your hands because it's like basically a little lighter, but it like isn't working. So it's just him like keep he just keeps flicking it. And he also has this like monkey mask or this like werewolf mask or something that he wears all the time, like a plastic mask. Okay. And he wears it all the time. And so Lupita's like masks off at the table. So he like just puts it on his head, like lifts it up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And Zora is like a typical little like shit teenager, like a cool kid, but like she's 15. So she's like super shitty. Doesn't care. Um, I like that name Zora. Isn't it cute? I really like it. And you, when you hear about like who she is as a person, you're going to like it even more. Mm. So she's talking about how she doesn't want to do track and field anymore. And mm. Mbak- or Gabe is like, no, like you need to do it. Like, it's cool. Like you should do it. And she's like, I just want to hang out with my friends. And he's like, your friends suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not, he's cool. Like he's just being like, don't like give up on shit just because you're a shitty teenager is basically yeah. what he's saying. And he's like, and you should run on the beach. Like that's the best place to like, you know, get better at running. For sure. Then Gabe is talking about how they're going to meet their friends at the Santa Cruz beach tomorrow. Their friends happen to be Elizabeth Moss, oh. who is Kitty, because I put her in the Dead or Alive's, but I um, referred to her as M the whole time because E.M., Elizabeth Moss. I didn't know her name was Kitty. They, they like, I don't remember them ever saying her name. So it's M is Kitty, Elizabeth Moss. Josh. I'm having a hard time with that. M. Elizabeth Moss. Done. The end. I believe in you. Can't we call her Elizabeth Moss? She, yeah, we can call her Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Who Moss. is also my girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and also. If not my number one girl. Will be more your girl after this. Like maybe my favorite. Yeah. She fav- will continue like to be your favorite. So I then we her. have her husband, Josh, who is played by Eric Heidecker. Tim or Eric Heidecker from the like tim and eric's fabulous show or whatever the show yeah i love that you're like (laughs) his name is (laughs) it's one of those his name is eric heidecker tim or eric heidecker because he's in the tim and eric (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so he's Tim and or Eric. Yeah, yeah. Great. And he plays like, this was a really cool part for him. I'm not going to say why. Because he's like, we just know him as like kind of a goofy, weirdo goof goof. And mm. he's still that. But also I'm like, oh, bitch has chops. Okay. Oh, good. I haven't actually watched the Tim and Eric show. I just like have heard of it a it's lot. So, so stupid i don't have like a good reference we should get but it's fine we should get drunk one night and just watch Watch the tim and eric show (laughs) and then they have two shitty twin daughters two like little blonde twin daughters that are zora's age how are zora's age yeah lupita is not into it like she's she she doesn't say anything but you can tell that she's like i don't want to do this and we don't know why. oh okay flashback to lupita as a little girl again the night that so the little girl that oh, we met in the beginning that was, that lupita. was lupita okay yeah so we have a flashback and it's lupita playing in a doctor's office like a child psychologist and she's like playing at like a, at like a little dollhouse or like a little toy thing while her parents are in the other room talking to the therapist but the door is open so she can mm-hmm. hear everything that they're saying and the dad is like she was only lost for 15 minutes and the mom's like we have no idea what happened to her in those 15 minutes and the doctor says you know even 15 minutes can be very traumatic for a child like not knowing where her parents are being lost and the mom is like how do we get her talking again like I just I just want my little girl back Mm -hmm. and the doctor says just you know encourage her to draw or dance if she likes to dance just anything to help her tell her story Mm -hmm. because you're not gonna be able to like push her to talk to speak yeah so now we flashback or we cut back to present day and we're back at the beach house and Lou Lupita is laying on the couch reading a book and she's really trying to like get it through to Gabe she's like I don't want to go to the Santa Cruz beach tomorrow she's like we have a beach here Mm -hmm. and he's like that's not a beach that's like the bay like it's like it's not a beach and he's like I mean I guess I can disappoint Kitty and Josh and I know Jason was like really looking forward to it but it's fine I guess and finally Lupita's like okay fine we will go but we're leaving before it gets even close to dark Mm. and he's like great and he's like all happy he's like give me a kiss and she's like no I hate you but I love you you. um so now it's bedtime and Lou is looking for Jason and she's she asks Zora like where's your brother and Zora's shitty 15 year old she's like I don't know so Lou goes down to the basement to look for him and she finds an old stuffed toy of a little white rabbit, which is kind of where we're sure that like this was her childhood house. Oh. So she finds this little white rabbit and she kind of just like picks it up and is just like touching it. Now we go back upstairs and we see that Jason has jumped out. Ah! And he scares Zora and Zora gets really pissed and like chases after him and he runs into a closet and he props it open with a little toy truck. Zora sees that he's run into the closet and propped it open. So she kicks the truck in. This locks him in the closet. This happens to be a closet that he like keeps getting himself locked in. So Lupita now hears him screaming from the basement and Mm -hmm. she goes back upstairs and she lets him out. She's like, you did this last summer. Like, why are you such an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I propped it open. And she's like, but then you scared your sister. And of course your sister's going to be a bitch. So this is on you. So the three of them then hear honking and they're like, what is that? So they go outside. Their house is like on a lake. Okay. 
and they see Gabe driving a boat like around lake and he's like honk honk look (laughs) at my boat he's like it's called the crawl daddy and they're just like such a dork and (laughs) i love him so much (laughs) and then the engine stalls and he's like oh the you just gotta you just gotta hit it a little bit so it's just him like (laughs) hitting the engine (laughs) i wish i could picture who he is because like all i can to be honest all that my brain took in from black panther was michael b jordan oh, right so and I, like honestly I just, I okay why don't you hard get time. on your phone and google Mbaku. hard time remembering the other so because you're gonna he and plays like, like i a, just want to picture him so uh, it, his name is duke winston is his actor name <laughs> his actor name <laughs> <laughs> yeah duke winston so he plays like a major fucking badass in black panther and he's basically like the opposite oh, in this he's oh, kind of okay that was not who, the person i was trying to remember he's kind of like um okay. i feel like he's kind of like jordan peele's doppelganger in this in that if jordan peele wasn't the writer director or producer jordan peele might have played right right, this right, role. right for sure because he's like kind of kind of doughy and sweet is Aww. is this character i think he plays kimbo slice wow could be okay all right so he like is trying to hit the engine <laughs> and he like stands up and then he's like well at least i got it for cheap and they're like dad you're the dorkiest <laughs> so now we're in the car it's the next day okay and we're headed to the beach okay. to meet elizabeth moss and josh and the two shitty twins got it and Jason is still like flicking his little magic trick thing, trying to get it to work. Zora's on her phone and she says something creepy. Like she says something like, do you know that like the human race will be extinct and blah? I don't remember what the fact was, but they were all like, what the fuck? And <laughs> like she's a like, morbid fact. Basically. Yeah. And, she was, and, and she's like, guess nobody cares about the environment, but me. Cool. Like she's just a shit. <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> And then the song, uh, I Got Five on it, comes on. And uh-huh. they start jamming, I got five on it. And Lou turns around to Jason and she starts snapping, be like, come on, get on rhythm. And he's like jamming with her. And then Jason's like, what is this song about? And Zora's like, it's about drugs. <laughs> and Gabe is like, it's not about drugs. Also, don't do drugs. <laughs> they're just, they're so oh, fucking cute. With him. They're so fucking cute. So now we have another flashback and it's to little Lou in the back of her parents' car mm-hmm. after she's been found mm-hmm. and they're like fighting about like, why weren't you watching her? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Flashback. So she kind of keeps just like being taken aback to right. this, to this night. It's all so much, but she's not, familiar. yeah, but she's not showing it on her face. Right. Like she's in a good mood with her family, but she snaps back to present day because the car drives past an ambulance that is putting a body into the ambulance mm-hmm. and the man is dead and his face isn't covered. So I'm like, EMTs, do your job. His eyes are like open and we see that it's the man from Lou's flashback that was holding the sign that said Jeremiah 1111 mm. as an old man. Wow. But it's like him because he's still like got the sign in uh, his hand okay. and she yeah. recognizes him. Shit. So now they get to the beach and they're meeting Elizabeth, Josh, you and the taller M now. I've got Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Got it. Okay, I great. Just, 
It so, was it was too unorganized at sure, first, sure. and now I've wrapped my brain around it all. And and I really struggled because I was calling them something different in the notes the whole time, and then like my references weren't your references, and then there were names on IMDb that I was like, they never even called them that. Like, it was totally <laughs> it was it was rough. So. We're meeting M, Josh, and the twins on the beach. Okay. The twins are like doing cartwheels in the sand. They're clearly like gymnasts or cheerleaders, cheerleaders. or something like that. And like me, you mean? Yeah, like just like you, <laughs> exactly like you. Um, I'm very, very coordinated at, at yeah, uh, cartwheels, at talking, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cartwheels, yeah. So they're actually sitting, you know, on the beach by the water, but like behind them is the fun house, you know, several, several paces away, like kind of like the Santa like Monica the fun house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Santa Monica where it's like you would have to, you have to walk like pretty far. It's like a huge. Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But near the fun house, nonetheless. Niche. M is drunk. And she and Josh are not a fan of each other. Like they're just, <laughs> but like also probably still, you know, yeah. twin girls are shitty teenagers that neither Zora nor Jason are here for. And M is trying to engage with Lou and Lou is just, she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not really interested. I just have trouble like talking sometimes, like connecting, talking mm-hmm. sometimes. And M is she like, says that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. And M's like, me too. I totally get it. Um, she's like, do you want a drink? And and Lou's like, nope, no, I'm good. And she's like, really? The rosé is really good. And she's like, no, I'm good. And then they're kind of talking about how like M got a little bit of plastic surgery and things like that. And then Josh offers Lou a drink as well. And she says no. And M's like, but, you know, I'll have some more. And Josh goes, thirds, huh? Got to give my wife her meds. What do you say? And she goes, um, I hate you. And he goes, that works. <laughs> and Eric turns to me and goes, is that us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it was. It was playful, but it was like they're clearly very different couples. Because then, like at one point, M is talking to Lou about how she uh, got plastic surgery, and it's like, you're such a bitch. Like you'll never need plastic surgery and like stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, do you miss dancing? And uh, Lou's like, I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I peaked at 14. Like, I, I miss it sometimes. And she's like, I really think I could have been a movie star. <laughs> like, if I hadn't gotten pregnant uh, with the twins at, like, exactly the wrong time, I mean, I could have been a movie star. Uh, she was great. I mean, she's so fucking good. She was great. so good. And so now Gabe and Josh are talking about Gabe's boat that he bought Uh and Josh clearly is a boat owner and has like a nicer one they seem like they're pretty wealthy and he's like did you get this did you get the life preserver did you get this and Gabe's like yes yes I got all of it and he's like did you get the flare gun and Gabe's like oh and he's like I knew you'd fucking forget the flare gun and then like it cuts back to whatever so he's just like (laughs) razzing him about the crawl daddy so it seems like Josh and Gabe are like the friends. Like that's why they're that's what I get like hanging out with these people. That's what I at gather. Okay. Yeah. So the kids, Zora's listening to music, like sitting kind of, you know, off by herself. Jason is building tunnels in the sand and gets annoyed because the twins like do a cartwheel into his tunnel and he mm. like gets super upset because they crush it. So the twins go over to Zora and they're like, your brother is weird. Jinx, double jinx, buy me a Coke. And they're like, God, fuck off. Like, they just keep saying the same thing over and over again. (laughs) They were the worst. So then Jason gets up to go to the bathroom. And again, it's like the Santa Monica Beach where it's like, 
you have to go all the way. Yeah, it's two like miles. A, yeah, it's yeah. like a hike to get back there to use. These are porta potties. Whatever, whatever. He goes to the porta potties. This is actually when M and Lou are talking about, do you miss dancing? Mm-hmm, I could mm-hmm. have been a movie star. The camera comes back to Jason walking towards the bathrooms, which are right next to the fun house. <sighs> Lou does not notice he's gone because she's talking to M. Jason then comes out of the porta potty and he's next to the fun house. Mm-hmm. And then he looks in front of the, fu- the fun house and he sees a man standing on the beach with his back to him, with long blonde hippie hair, his arms outstretched, just staring forward. Mm-hmm. He does not see the front of this man. Mm-hmm. We see the front of this man. And it is the Jeremiah dude with 1111 carved into his forehead. Whoa. What Jason does see, though, is that there is blood dripping from the man's fingers. Mm-hmm. Cut to back to Lou, where a frisbee guy, like a guy playing frisbee, throws a frisbee. It goes wonky and lands on the towel in front of M and Lou. The towel has big giant dots on it that are the same size as a frisbee. Mm. And the frisbee lands exactly on a blue dot. Mm -hmm. Lou seems freaked out by it. M is like, oh, my God, that was fucking weird. And then she hands the Frisbee back to the Frisbee guy. That's when Lou realizes where the fuck is Jason. Mm -hmm. So she totally flips out, like losing her mind. And she's like screaming for him. And everyone's like, I'm sure he's like around here somewhere. And she's losing her mind. Then she sees him, runs toward him. And she's like, don't ever do that again. Don't ever leave me. Like, you need to tell someone when you're going, like freaking out. M breaks attention by saying, well, I think it's vodka o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it is, girl. But Lou is, she's losing her mind. So Gabe is like, I, I, I think we're going to go. Right. So now we're home and it's nighttime. It's like 11 o'clock. So that's still nighttime to me. Nighttime. Not, night, yeah. nighttime. And Lou is just standing looking out the window Gabe is in the living room watching the baseball game and Lou says I'm gonna go say goodnight to the kids but she's still clearly very shaken up and as she's walking back towards their bedrooms we hear the sports announcer on the tv say and the game is all tied up at 11 11 and she just kind of like gives a look <sighs> but she goes back to say goodnight to the kids and she's like Zora put your phone away and so Zora like puts it away but then puts the covers over her head and we see the light of her phone mm-hmm. come back on because she's a shitty teenager and then she goes into jason's room sits down in the bed and she's like masks off so he hands her hands he hands her his mask and he says you were afraid i was dead mm-hmm. and she's like just stick with me stick with me and i'll keep you safe at that point she looks at the clock what time do you think it is 11 11 yeah It's my favorite time, but this is making it creepy. It's going to continue to do so. So Jordan Peele ruins 11-11 for me. I'm going to be very upset. He might have. So I just decided to name my production company 11-11 Productions. Oh, really? Not like in this moment, but like two days ago, Sleep Kim. Well, Sleep Kim may want to revisit after this movie. Sorry. Okay. Don't care. So she then gets up 
And she puts, she goes over to his dresser to like put his mask into one of the drawers of the dresser to be like, it's night, night time. And she sees that Jason's done a drawing. And it's a drawing of the man that he saw on the beach, mm-hmm. the back of him with blood dripping from his fingers. And Lou says, what is this? And Jason's like, I don't, I don't know. It's just some guy. Cut to Gabe and Lou in their bedroom. Gabe is just happy-go-lucky and he's like, we should go fishing. Like, let's go fishing tomorrow. And Lou is just like staring out the window again. Gabe gets on the bed and he like lays down like dick first. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like trying to smash. And Lou is looking out the window and he's just like eyeing his own dick and balls. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she says to herself, I want to leave. And he's like, what? We just got here. And she's like, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel good. This is, I don't feel right. I want to go. This is when she tells Gabe the story of what happened to her on the boardwalk. (gasps) This time in the flashback, as she's telling the story, we see that the little girl that she was back to back with turns around and has this terrifying menacing smile Hmm. Lou then says and I ran but I feel like she's still coming for me and she's like there are all these coincidences that keep happening (laughs) stop it and I feel like it means she's getting closer (laughs) so angry about this I know I know and so Gabe is like so you saw a chick in the hall of mirrors that looked exactly like you and she's like it wasn't my reflection and he's like oh okay all right like uh, he's not being a dick but understandably he's like you were a kid who had just like gotten lost and like we're in a scary situation like i hear you but what's more likely what's more probable right um so they're talking when all of a sudden lights out (laughs) and gabe's like god Damn it. I should have gotten that backup generator. Josh has a backup generator. Fucking God. Josh fucking has everything. Josh. So the kids then come out of their ba- their bedroom and they're like, what's going on? And he's like, just the lights went out. No big deal. Jason then gets up and looks out the window and he goes, there's a family in our driveway. Oh, God. Lou is freaking out and Gabe is chill. And he's like, that's weird and everyone's like freaked out he's like what are you scared of a family for so he goes outside lou calls 911 asap <laughs> like she's like nine she's one like, i get one. zero yeah get here and so gabe goes outside and he's very polite asking like what do you what can i help you with no response standing perfectly still and it's a man <laughs> a woman and two children but and they don't look like we can't okay. we can't see we them can't see them okay because it's like they're they're like backlit uh, so we just okay, see okay, their okay. silhouette and we just see them standing there holding hands Ew. and lou back inside is just terrified as if someone is like currently murdering her family right and she says zora put your shoes on and zora's like okay so she goes and puts her shoes on Gabe comes back in and Lou says, 
the cops are 14 minutes away. 14 minutes? That's what Gabe says. He's like, what the fuck? So, 14 minutes away. No, I forgot we play this game. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. You, oh, I just wanted to listen. Oh, girl. Oh, girl, you got to play. All right. So, 14 minutes away. The family doesn't respond. They're also not leaving. What does Gabe do? And what do you do? You're Gabe. You're not Lou. Gabe decides that they should go on the boat. Okay. I think, I don't know why that's the first thing that came to me. Okay. I just like lock all the doors and like bombard ourselves like inside the house until the cops get there. You get a half a point. Gabe tells Jason to go get him something, a bat. Mm -hmm. And he decides to go back outside this time. Mm -hmm. You'll find out later why you get a half a point. I can't tell you why later. Okay. He goes out and he's much less polite this time. He does what is referred to as code switching, where he's sort of... Have you ever heard of what code switching is? No. It's a lot of times where like... Somebody grows up in a specific culture or environment, and there's a way of communicating within that culture. Mm-hmm. But then outside of that culture, you communicate in a different way. Right. So like Barack Obama right. would code switch a lot. So mm-hmm. it would be like there's that meme where it's like he's shaking hands, shaking hands, shaking hands, and then he comes to someone and he just knows to like fist, fist bump, bump, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So Interesting. I never heard that term yeah, it's called before. A co- yeah, it's called code switching. And... So Gabe does a little bit of code switching at this point because he's a he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. So he came out sort of like, what can I help you with? And this mm-hmm. time he's like, get the fuck, fuck off out. my property. Yeah. So they still don't say anything. But the boy scampers off on all fours. On all fours? Yep. Ew. Wearing a what mask. What the fuck? Stop it. That we can't really see because again, we can't get a good look at them. I'm upset. Then the girl Isn't doing nothing oh, more scary than doing something. It's like the for most, sure, like just standing and literally not moving is like for sure. More like terrifying. I'm like, yo, someone is standing in front of me doing nothing. I'd rather them just stab me over right. and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and then running away on all fours. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm terrified. So little boy runs away on all fours. Little girl runs on uh, bipeds by bi- bipedally. I'm on sorry. Two legs. What? <laughs> on two legs, not four. Go away. Get out of here. <laughs> but like, but like really fast. Like, okay. like runs. Uncomfortably fast. Yeah. So She's now. A track star. Yes. <laughs> so now Gabe goes back in the house and he's like, this is weird. I don't, uh-huh. I don't like this. And they hear banging on the sides of the house. And they see outside the window someone quickly scamper up a tree. No! And then they hear some banging on other sides of the house. And then we hear a whistle. (gasps) No! Someone whistling. No! And a shadow walking towards the house with scissors. Uh Uh-huh. The shadow bends down and picks up a rock. They then hear something jingling in the door, and Gabe says, a fucking hide-a-key. There was a hide-a-key under the rock. 
<laughs> and he goes, this is some fucking white ass shit. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yeah, like we had a hide key and ours was like really obvious. It was in like a little ceramic rabbit. Like I'm like, somebody could have just seen that and known that it was hot anyway no hide keys everybody survival tip number 412 <laughs> no, no hide keys <laughs> so the door is opening gabe is armed with his bat and right as the door opens he like leans up against it to try to to keep them from uh-huh, from coming uh-huh. in but the person on the other side of the door manages to get the bat out of gabe's hand and because like He's holding the bat, mm-hmm. but he's also pushed up against the door. Oh, okay, so, so the, it's not fully closed. He doesn't get it. He fully doesn't closed. get it fully closed. Right, no, right, I got it. So the hand reaches through, got is it. able to grab the bat, and whacks him hard as fuck in the knees. Yeah, and Gabe falls to the ground. Then we hear glass break behind us. The kids have come in too. I don't like home invasion movies. Oh, girl. You should probably just I'm tap scared. out now. I'm scared. This is because just I feel the stuck. most. I you feel are stuck. I feel scared. I don't know where to go. You are real stuck. And it's 1111. 1111 is a good thing. <laughs> so now who comes in but Gabe too? It is someone who looks just the fuck like Gabe. So I don't understand how Gabe was like, how close was he when he was outside talking to them before a driveway away okay so he stayed pretty so he couldn't see them either because right. that's what i was confused about because no. obviously i've seen like some previews and shit so no. it's like he couldn't see them he he couldn't get a good look at them right, right, right. and of course even if you see someone that looks kind of like you you're not going to assume that they're like a your twin yeah. yeah so then gabe too comes in and drags gabe through the broken la- uh, uh, glass with his mm. fucked up leg Lou too, uh, I'm sorry, Lupita too yeah, has yeah, now no, come into the house yep. and is looking around the house very robotically. Like she moves like a very fast moving robot. She Ew. doesn't really move her hands because they're always holding scissors in front of her. Yeah. So now Lou, Gabe, Zora, and Jason are all on the couch and there is a twin family standing in front of them between them and the fireplace Mm -hmm. the little masked boy who's Mm -hmm. wearing kind of like a form-fitting burps map what yep it's kind of like if a burps map and a ski mask had a baby ew that's what he's wearing oh i can't wait to see that and he's on (laughs) yeah just like ski burps yeah like a ski burps map. winter aspen burps map Uh, yep and he's still on all fours he only moves on all fours. I don't like that. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't Unsettling? like that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a uh, little mask boy who we're going to call fire boy from this point forward. Okay. Lights a fire with a match. Oh, so he could do the thing. Yeah. And Gabe says to them, who are you people? And Jason says, it's us. Lupita (laughs) is sitting down in the chair and she's clearly the master of ceremonies here. The other three are definitely at her. You mean Lou too? Lou too. Uh, Red. We're going to call her Red from this point forward since now we're, so we have Lou and we have Red. Okay. Okay. Red is now sitting in a chair, clearly the master of ceremonies that the other three, Gabe too, Zora too, Fireboy 
all kind of listen to her and wait for her. Mm -hmm. She sits there and she opens her mouth and she says, Once upon a time, there was a girl (laughs) and the girl had a shadow. The two were connected, tethered together. That was the impression I've been working on. (laughs) I'm crying. I'm so upset. Okay. I went up to so many people at work this week and just whispered in their ear in that voice and made them scream. And it made me so happy. So I will do that voice as much as I can, but it's very difficult to do. Good so job. she's good job. Thank you. Thank you. So she's telling a story and she says, while the girl was eating warm food, her shadow was eating raw rabbit. While the girl was getting soft toys, squishy and plush, the girl, the shadow was getting sharp toys that cut her fingers. Mm. No presents on Christmas for the shadow. When the girl met her Prince Charming, the shadow met Abraham, who was tethered to the girl's prince. Mm -hmm. So we now know that Gabe, too, is named Abraham. Abraham. When the girl gave birth, they had to cut her children out. The shadow had to do it herself. Ah! The shadow gave birth to a monster born laughing. And the camera goes to Zora, too. She then gave birth to a boy who loved fire. She realized she was being tested by God. So fucking scary. So the whole time she's telling this story in that voice. Yeah. Gabe (laughs) then interjects and says, you can have the boat. (laughs) And Zora says, no one wants the boat, Dad. <laughs> I love Jordan Peele so I much. I love him so much. And Gabe then says, listen, take me to an ATM and... Wait, who said that? Abraham. Okay. That's all he can do. Wait, he so said Gabe take me is, to an ATM? No, no, Gabe, Gabe is talking. Said, okay, and then, and then Abraham interrupted. Okay. Yeah. So then everyone's terrified. I'm so upset. I don't. <sighs> Abraham then walks over to Gabe. <sighs> okay. Gabe pushes his glasses up, like you know, Gabe wears glasses and he mm-hmm. pushes them up. Mm-hmm. Abe then pushes at his own face, but, but there's no glasses glass. there. Okay. So Gabe then says, "Who are you?" And Red says, "We're Americans." We are Americans? That's what she says. Okay. That's what she says. Okay. Then she says to Lupita, tether yourself to the table. And she hands Fireboy a pair of shackles. Mm -hmm. Fireboy hops up onto the coffee table and holds the shackles out to Lupita. Mm -hmm. uh, Red can control them just by making hand gestures and sounds. Mm -hmm. So to like get Fireboy to jump up on the table and hand her the tethers, she just goes and he goes. I'm so upset. Yeah. Now Abraham 
then walks over to Gabe and takes his glasses and puts them on his face and then grabs him by his hurt leg and drags him out of the house. Uh-oh. Lou then looks to Zora and says, run. <gasps> Monster Girl, who is Zora too, right. happily runs after her. Uh-oh. Fireboy then jumps up on the coffee table again and extends his hand to Jason. And Red says, go play. Mm. Lupita looks at Jason and says, show him one of your tricks. And so they walk off hand in hand mm. as Lupita smiles. The cr- Red smiles the creepiest fucking smile you've ever seen and says, go play, boys. Don't burn the house down. I- <laughs> so <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear the voice so that you can hear how fucking good I am at it. So, where does Jason take him and where would you take uh, Fireboy? He somehow gets him to go in the closet okay. and locks him in there. And what is... Uh, and that's what I do too. Okay. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Mask and mask. So, leads Fireboy to the closet. They both go in and and Jason props open the door. Like before. Right. Fireboy then lights a match. And Fireboy puts Jason's mask on Jason. So Jason like had it pulled up over his head. He pulls Jason's mask down. So now they're both masked. Mm -hmm. Jason then realizes that Fireboy is kind of mirroring his movements Mm -hmm. a little bit. So when Jason lifts his mask again, Fireboy also lifts his mask and we see that his face is severely burned to oblivion, but he smiles. Jason then distracts him somehow. Like the little Fireboy is like really wanting his little trick thing Mm -hmm. to work Mm -hmm. and he's like getting frustrated that it's not working and Jason is like keeps trying to get it work and then at some point he kind of like he kind of like throws it sort of or just kind of like distracts right. Fireboy, runs out of the closet, kicks the kicks stopper the out. Right. Trapped. Nice work, Jason and Kim. Both of you. Very, Very nice. Good. Thank you. So now we're outside with the Zoras, with mm-hmm. Zora and Monster Zora. Zora is booking it down the street. Monster Zora is smiling and just cracks all of her bones oh, in her neck and arms. Nope. And they're running, running, running. Zora then comes to a car and they're now kind of hiding on either side of the car. That thing where like two people are on either side of the table and they're just like, uh-huh, yeah. you know, going around like it. an empty car, like a parked empty, empty car. Parked okay. empty car, okay. yeah. And she, Zora is just like, clocking her on the other side of the car as monster Zora is just staring at her and they're staring at each other through the two uh, front windows uh-huh. when all of a sudden monster Zora ducks down. Oh, fuck. Gone. So Zora carefully looks under the car. No one's there. But then she hears a looks up. Monster Zora is standing on top of the car with scissors smiling at her no 
just as Zora's about to get fucked up, a neighbor comes out and says, hey, get off my car. Monster Zora is distracted, turns to the neighbor, smiling, which gives Zora a chance to run. And we see in the background as Zora's running away, Monster Zora stabbing the fuck <gasps> out of the neighbor in the background. Oh, shit. So now we're back with Lou and Red. Lou has tethered herself to the table and Red is pushing her head into the glass coffee table, just slowly pushing it until the glass cracks under her face. So we just see like the glass, you know, cracking, Mm -hmm. splintering. And Red says, we've been waiting so long for the untethering. We want to take our time. So now, cut to, we're on a boat, motherfucker, on a boat. (laughs) And we're with Abe and Gabe. Okay. Gabe is in a black body bag. Oh, shit. And we only know it's Gabe because he's managed to get a teeny tiny little hole ripped in it. And he's trying to tear the hole a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. when the engine dies. So Abe, thank God for that engine dying. Just gotta hit it. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta hit it. So Abe goes over to it and starts hitting it. Abe then hears an animalistic call from the shore and he stands up and answers with <sighs> At that moment, Gabe rips open the bag and hits Abe with the bat. Nice. He falls out, Abe falls out, but his leg is caught in a a piece of rope that's still connected to the boat. Just then, the engine starts. Gabe loses his footing, and he too falls into the water. God damn it, Gabe! (laughs) So now the boat is going around the lake, and it's dragging unconscious Gabe through the water as... Unconscious... Unconscious Abe Abe as Gabe... Is treading water. Okay. But there's no sign of Abe. Like he's not like struggling at the surface. Like it looks like he's fucking dead being dragged around a lake by his legs. Uh huh. Now we're back inside. Lou and Red hear a scream. It's Fireboy from the closet because he's locked in it. And Lou says, That's yours. So Red leaves to go find him. Red goes to the closet. And she lets Fireboy out and he scampers away on all fours. We now come back to Lou, who is trying to untether herself from the table. Mm-hmm. Now, this will be important later. The handcuffs are much more like shackles because you know how handcuffs have a very short chain. These have kind of a longish chain okay. between them. So it's just her hands. Yes. That are tethered to like a, a piece of rod in the table. So and it's to a coffee table to a coffee table. Okay. Yeah. Red is now we see her looking around the house, you know, robotically just kind of examining the house. And she goes down to the basement. She finds that same bunny Mm -hmm. and she picks it up and then she takes her scissors and she snip, snips the head off the bunny. Now -hmm. we're back on the lake with Gabe. He's swimming away trying to like get to shore and the boat is just still going around the lake and it goes in a circle because we remember i didn't say this because it's not super important but like the boat drifts to the left if you're not steering it Mm -hmm, it drifts mm -hmm. to the left so the boat is literally just going in a circle Mm -hmm. 
there's no sign of Abe being alive. Back to Lou. Lou is now trying to reach a fire poker with her foot. Mm -hmm. Back on the lake, the engine dies again. So now it's stopped moving. Gabe is still treading water. Still no sign of Abe. So he's like, he must have drowned. So Gabe starts trying to climb onto the back of the boat. Nope. Here comes Abe. Abe comes up behind him. So now if you can picture... Gabe is trying to climb into the boat where the engine is, Mm -hmm. where those stairs are. Uh Abe is holding him and trying to stab him. Okay, but he's like behind him, like holding on to him. So Gabe then takes his own head and he smashes it forward, which means that Abe then smashes his own head forward and falls back into the water. Very smart. Yeah. So now we're at the house. Zora has now made it back. She was able to run back to the house since uh, Monster Zora was busy mm-hmm. murdering neighbors. Murder busy. <laughs> so Jason and Lou, Zora, Jason and Lou get out of the house now because what Lou managed to do was kind of take the poker and kind of use it as a lever to break the wooden rod that was holding her in. So okay. she's still shackled, but she okay. broke the thing that was holding her. It was connecting her to the thing. Yeah. And so they leave the house and they hear the boat horn. They hear crawl daddy boat horn. So they head down to the dock. They get into the boat. And just as they're pulling away from the dock, they see Fireboy, Red, and Monster Zora just watching them from the dock. They speed off just in time. As they're just, the other three are just watching them. Mm -hmm. Now, cut to new scene. We're at Em and Josh's house. So we're with Elizabeth Moss and Josh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're at a house where, if you can picture, there's one side of the house is all windows. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kind of like the house in Revenge. Right. Yeah. And there is a balcony looking over the first floor living room. So like if you go up the stairs, you can look down over the living room and that's where all the bedrooms are okay so m comes out onto the balcony and she looks down at josh who's just sitting in a in a chair drinking a scotch alone with his feet up listening to music and m is like i heard a noise can you go check out back and he says i'm busy He's not. Mm-hmm. At this point, Eric goes, this is like Todd and Margot from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> so <laughs> I know Todd. <laughs> okay, Margo. Okay, Margo. Let's go. So then M is finally like, you fucking piece of shit. Can you just go fucking look? And he's like, fine. So he gets up and he says, Ophelia lights up. Ophelia is their it's, Alexa. Yeah. And he's like, there's nothing outside. And they're both like, you're annoying you're the worst nothing's outside to each other yeah (laughs) and so then josh is like ophelia turn on beach boys which i was like this is my own personal nightmare (laughs) i hate the beach boy you know that that's one of the ways that eric and i realized we were meant to be because we both hate the beach boys oh desperately (laughs) and we'd never met someone else who hated the beach boys as much as we each hated it together it was meant to be lovely so their uh good vibrations is blaring Mm. You're giving me good vibrations. <laughs> At this point, the twins come out of their bedroom and they're looking down uh, from the balcony. 
And they're like, what's going on in unison? <laughs> and M goes, nothing. Go back to sleep. <laughs> and one of the, the twins say together, just because we're in our room doesn't mean we're sleeping. And M goes, okay, fine. Just go back to your room. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, third twin. All of a sudden, there's a third twin, a fourth twin, <gasps> M2, Josh to stab, stab, what? stab, what? stab everybody. Oh my God. The twins are getting stabbed by twins. M is getting stabbed by M and oh, Josh shit. is getting stabbed by Josh. Shit. They're all dead. That's it. Oh my God. They're done. What? Wow. Okay. Except for M who is crawling towards Josh to sputtering, like can't even talk because there's just blood pouring out of her mouth and wounds and everything. And she's just crawling towards him and she reaches out her hand in desperation. And Josh too puts his hand out towards her. And as she goes to grab for it, fake out. (laughs) He would. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, fuck so with her last breath she says Ophelia call call the police and Ophelia says playing fuck the police and so now fuck the police is blaring and at that point that's it for M because Josh too is stabity stab 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 and now she's dead as fuck 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 the police is just blaring oh through the gosh. house it's funny oh fuck did you skip something i did we're gonna cut this and you're gonna get two points oh okay so as m is crawling towards josh and he's now faked her out what does m think to do and what do you do um i am going to <laughs> we should just say it Ketrin messed up and she... <laughs> i already explained this part i get two free bonus points. you get two free bonus points um, it's pretty smart I'm though right gonna, yeah i would have never guessed it to be honest um don't tell me that i wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to leave all of this. I'm going to have Alexa <laughs> slash Ophelia call the police. Great. And so is she. Hand in hand. We do it together. You. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy Arbor Day. To you. <laughs> also, I mean, I'm sure I lost because of the 47 dead or alive. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So she's dead. Fuck the police is blaring. And now we cut to Lupita who is banging on their door. Oh, shit. God damn it. Because remember, Josh had a generator. Right. So that's where they would go. Here comes Josh to the door. But we know. Fuck. God damn it. It's Josh, too. Right, right. Josh, too, comes. Shadow Josh. Josh, too, comes to the door. And Lupia sees behind. Lupia? Lupita sees behind him all of the dead bodies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Realizes what is happening and hits him in the head with her poker. Oh, good job. Stabs him right in the fucking head. Good job. He doesn't care. No, no. Why? He just smiles. No, he doesn't. And he pulls it out of his head. No, he does not. Oh, yes, he does. No. At this point, 
the twins come to the door and they just pull her in what? and it sort of looked like a cartoon pull in you know how like in cartoons they like take a cane and like pull someone off stage <laughs> yeah it kind of looked like that except it was two terrifying twins doing it so the twins pull Lou inside and they shut the door behind her <laughs> now Gabe Zora and Jason are still way behind Lupita because the problem is Gabe can't walk still oh right so Lou had run ahead for help right Jason and Zora are propping up their dad because he like can't walk at all got it so the three of them now come up to the house and they hear screaming so they walk up to the house now here comes Josh too out the door and I can't wait for you to see the physicality (laughs) he's like part sort of ape part douche and like it's a scare it's like so like for instance the scary douche move of like fake out it's like the shadow of josh Uh is like the douche shadow of josh because josh is kind of a douche so like a lot of times he'll just be like this doesn't translate on a podcast see if you can describe what i'm doing so if he's like like just kind of like this cartoon being i don't even know like cartoon like exasperated or like cartoon so it's almost like all of his all of his movements are based on reality and exaggerated but okay. as if someone who's never seen reality before interesting so josh too starts going after gabe and the two kids are like we gotta go in and get mom so zora and jason go in And Zora thinks to grab a golf club, one of Josh's golf clubs that's right by the door. Fuck, the police is still blaring. I love it. (laughs) Jason then picks up a giant heavy geode, like a decorative geode. Okay. And Zora looks at him and is like, what are you doing? And he's like, what? Like, (laughs) I I, I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) And uh, he then puts his mask down. Like, he's Mm -hmm. like, it's go time. Right. He's so cute. They head upstairs where they hear the screaming. As they go upstairs, they see the dead twins on the floor mm-hmm. at the top of the stairs. And in the background, we can see that a figure has cartwheeled across a dark doorway. Ugh. Zora and Jason don't see it yet. It just kind of, we see it just kind of cartwheel across the doorway. Uh-huh. They come more upstairs and they're looking at the bodies when all of a sudden twin cartwheels at them. And like kind of like comes at her, but Zora's too quick. She hits her square in the head and she falls over the balcony, crashes into the glass coffee table. Oh shit. One twin down. Then we see in the doorway behind Zora as she's like, huh, I got her. There's another figure behind her standing on its hands in a perfectly still handstand. Mm-hmm. Zora whips around as the twins sort of roundhouses towards her and just hits her right in the fucking head. And Zora just hits her forever and ever and ever and ever. Zora's a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Two twins down. So I have a question. When yes. Lou stabbed Josh too mm-hmm. through the head, mm-hmm. it didn't do anything. No. So how is this doing anything to the twins then? There's a lot of unanswered questions, and I'm very excited to dive down the rabbit hole with you. Okay. So they're not invincible, but for whatever reason, maybe the poker didn't go in deep enough or something like that. So like it wasn't enough to kill him. 
but they don't really react to pain the same way. Who knows? Okay. It's it's unclear for sure. So Zora has has uh, killed the second twin. Now we cut to M2. Mm-hmm. And M2 is in M1's bedroom mm-hmm. with Lupita shackled to the bed. Poor Lupita is shackled again. Okay. M2 is at M's vanity and she's putting on lip gloss. But she's putting on lip gloss kind of the same way that Josh 2 moves where it's like you've maybe heard lip gloss being described to you, but you've mm-hmm. never seen it. So it's Elizabeth Moss putting on this lip gloss and then just kind of like creepy smiling <laughs> and like, ah, this is what it feels like. Is this how you do it? Ew. Then she hears Lupita struggling behind her and turns around, sees, you know, still handcuffed. So now we're back with Gabe and Gabe is leading Josh to towards the boats because we have crawdaddy boat that they you know they came to their house mm-hmm. via mm-hmm. the lake mm-hmm. but josh also has his boat remember he was talking about right. his right. boat so his boat is right next to josh's boat we then come back to m2 and she looks like she's gonna stab lupita in the face like she's holding lupita's head and she's like holding the scissors there but it's almost as if there's like an invisible force keeping her from stabbing her in the face. Mm -hmm. And she finally is like, I can't do it. She doesn't say anything. She just, I can't do it. And she takes the scissors to her own face (gasps) and just takes a slice out of her cheek. Oh, shit. Now, here's the one thing I will tell you that we found in the rabbit hole because I think it's interesting. I didn't get why this happened. But there are fan theories that... She couldn't do it because it reminded her too much of her leader, Red. Uh. And the place where she cuts her own face is where Elizabeth Moss said she got plastic surgery. Interesting. But we don't know. That's just a fan theory yeah, that we okay. found. Because it was confusing. Like, I, everyone in the audience was kind of like, why couldn't she do it? Right, like, right. You know. So now we're back at the boat. Question number four. Where does Gabe go and where do you go? I was confused about when you said, so him and Josh Chu are going towards the boats. Gabe is like kind of leading Josh. Like he's like, come on, motherfucker. Like kind of leading him towards the boat. Like come and get me kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where does Gabe go and where do you go? Gabe goes to Josh's boat and gets... The flare gun. Mm-hmm. And shoots it. Okay. <laughs> and what do you do? Um, shoots one flare at Josh 2. Okay. And one flare to get help. <laughs> and that's what you do? And I do the same. Hand in hand. A lot of hand in hands for me this time. Ooh. Yep. That's exactly what he does. Wow. Because we remembered. Am I in Jordan Peele's brain? Yeah. We remembered that Gabe forgot the flare gun and Josh made fun of him. Oh, I know. Oh, I remembered that. Yeah. So Gabe crawls into. I uh, that. So like Gabe's boat, the crawl daddy is like a little speed boat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh's boat. Is a is a bigger is bigger and but not it's not like a yacht okay. but it like definitely has like kind of a little crawl space that you can get undercover from 
Like there's a little cubby. Yeah, like it's a little cubby that a person could fit under that you would, it's probably used for storage. Okay. But. Interesting. Yeah. And so Gabe crawls into this space with his back up against the wall Mm -hmm. and he's holding the flare gun Mm -hmm. and Josh hops into the boat and is kind of doing like uh, pretend indicating arms of, well, where did he go? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't find him anywhere. And then we see him call to someone on shore. (laughs) So fucking scary. And then all of a sudden Josh goes, I have an idea. (laughs) These are all gestures, everybody. He doesn't say anything. And he ducks down and he sees that Gabe is in the crawl space. Gabe fires and misses. It hits the wall. No, Gabe! And so now Josh too. Get it together, Gabe. Get it together, Gabe! And so now Josh too and Gabe are just like staring at the flare that's just lit on the ground. (laughs) Like it's just lit. And Josh too is kind of like, whoa. And Gabe's like, fuck. So Gabe's like, all right, well, here we go. And so now we just see and hear the two men wrestling Uh and the boat jostling. Up at the house, we see that M2 is watching this wrestling match on the boat. And we just see her silently scream to cry to laugh all silently. (laughs) Oh my god, so creepy. (laughs) So that's what she does. Now, as M2 is standing at the window, looking out of it, we see Zora come up behind her, golf club drawn. Yes, bitch. And we're like, yes, queen, about to bash some fucking heads in. But then M2 sees the reflection and turns around real quick with a smile and just grabs the club and she wrestles Zora to the bed and she's on top of her and she's got the scissors and she's holding them right to Zora's face smiling at Lupita like look what I'm gonna do to your daughter but don't you worry because little Jason comes in Geo to the head Geo bashes her in the head Geo storm Oh, if you don't listen to How Did This Get Made, please do. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear and June Diane. Bashes her in the head. Fucking Jason to the rescue. These kids are for reals. I hope if I have kids, I have little badass bitches like these kids. I mean, they're still going to be shitty. But hopefully if we're all being killed, <laughs> they'll, you know, come through in a pinch. Step up. Yeah. So here comes Gabe back up to the house. No Josh. He's clearly bested him. He's exhausted. And he says to the family, because now they've killed the two twins. They've geoded M in the head. She's Mm -hmm, dead. mm -hmm. And we can now surmise that Gabe won the battle with Josh, too. Okay. Okay. So they're all now in the living room. Someone has broken Lupita out of the shackles, but she's still shackled. So same kind of thing where they probably like broke the bed and got her out of it, but she's still shackled. And Gabe says to the family, boats are done for me, man. (laughs) (laughs) And all right, boats are done for me. So now they're all sitting in the living room and they're sitting around all the dead bodies. And Gabe is on the phone calling 911. But he can't believe that it's... Busy? Is it busy? busy? It's busy. 
busy. Fucking been there, Gabe. You're right. It's been there, bro. Busy. Now, here's my question. We know we can uh, surmise that it's busy because there's fucking doppelgangers everywhere, potentially. What if that's why you couldn't get through at Taco Bell night? (laughs) That everybody else is being terrorized by doppelgangers. And now the people that you're living amongst are the doppelgangers. No. You don't know? You don't know. No. All right. So the line is busy, but they're like, they're holed up in the house with a generator power and they're trying to like figure out what to do. Poor little Jason is like, that was too many twins, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of twins. There's a lot of twins. And Zora says, How many of everyone is there? And that's when they realize we should watch the news. So they turn on the news and it's just doppelgangers terrorizing <gasps> all oh of Santa God. Cruz. And the news reporters are saying, like, they don't know what's, you know, the people of Santa Cruz don't know what's happening. Many say that the people are coming from the sewers and they're terrorizing everyone. They're wearing all red and carrying scissors. And they appear to be doing some sort of demonstration because now we see that they're all holding hands in a line like lined hands up across America, <laughs> like hands across America. So all of the doppelgangers have been wearing just those red robes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, red jumpsuits. It's jumpsuits, like red, red Michael jumpsuits. Myers. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's actually literally red Michael Myers. Like, it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I saw people at Monster Palooza wearing them. Yes, that's what they were. And it's funny because when we saw those people, I didn't want to make a big deal about knowing I exactly. I knew it was from us. Yeah. But like, but I, like I didn't want to like yeah. go into it. So I just kind of was like, great costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're all lined up holding hands. Some are lined up holding hands. Some are still stabbing people. Like, it's just. And they all have scissors. Scissors. Gold scissors. So there's lots of rabbit holes to jump down for that as well. I I mean, there's just so many (sighs) holes, just holes everywhere. So I'm just tripping and falling in love. You're just falling in all kinds of holes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. So it's only in Santa Cruz or uh, it's like unclear? We're just watching the Santa Cruz news. So like it's unclear. But... As the news feed is happening, we see a man approaching the cameraman mm-hmm. that we're watching. And the newscaster in the studio is like, uh, if you have small children, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I suggest that you turn them away. And the feed is dead because the man that came up clearly like stabbed the cameraman. So now our family is like, fuck. I mean, fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuck. Like, Fuck, fuck. All the fucks. I thought it was just us. Yep. It's everyone. Nerp. It's That's all of the all of it's us. more challenging. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. We have a real task ahead of us. It is clear. It's more challenging. So. Okay. Lupita says. Okay, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm with you. Are okay. you? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready. Are you a word? doppelganger? Am I'm, I a doppelganger? I don't know. Who are you am talking I? to? Are we? Am I a sewer person? Are or am I me? Am, am I, I you? Me? You, I. Hello. Me. me? Nice to nice to meet you. I. <laughs> that will never not be funny. I want a poster of that. I love it so fucking much. The it's the funniest thing I've ever. Thing it's the funniest thing you've I've ever, ever done. done. Yeah. Um, okay. So Lupita. Uh, yes. Question. No. 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 Question okay. In the back. Just. Just. Um. Just. Just being on board. Great. Okay. I'm here. Great. May we. May we blast off. I guess. Okay. I'd rather not, but I guess. Well, we're heading to Mexico because Lupita says. Oh, okay. We gotta go to Mexico. Great idea. Gabe says, uh-uh, 
we got to stay here. We have everything that we need right here. So, Kim, do they know. stay? What? I don't know. What? And do you stay? Uh, do we stay? Or do we go? Do I stay or do <laughs> I, I go? go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that they stay. Okay. I'm going to go. That's, that's You're gonna the final go. answer. I'm going to give you a half a point. And you'll know okay. where you got the half point later. Okay. So Gabe wants to stay. Lupita wants to go. Lupita points out, they think like us. They move like us. They know where we are. Mm-hmm. And Gabe says, okay, so let's set some home alone traps. Like, yeah, let's, boy. let's, you know, booby trap this place. Does he actually say home alone traps? Yeah, because then Zora <laughs> turns to them and goes, what's home alone? No. No. Go away. Get out of here. You're too young. You, but also you should watch Home Alone. Come it's on. very funny. It's good for kids too. Yeah. All, all pretty, pretty unrealistic though. All, those burglars should have been dead. All. Many, many a dead. Generations. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for for five minutes. <laughs> What words were circling before you got to generation? Well, I was going to say all ages, but I was like, no, 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 ages, but the year, the age of the time that you were born, but the born when you were born at a certain time, but I'm born at a different time, and it's a generation. There you go. I love your brain. It's like my favorite. Okay. So um, they're arguing, and Lou finally says, you know what? Fuck off. We're doing it my way. Yeah, Go fuck yourself. And I'm like, way to go. So Gabe agrees. I gave you a half a point. I think you'll see later why I gave you a half a point because I, I I think an argument could be made for both. Right. For sure. But I'm I'm truly unclear as to like how events Which would play would out. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but they definitely decide to go. Okay. So they head out to the car, to Josh and M's, M's car. car. Right. When they get out there, Lou realizes, fuck, I don't have the keys. So Lou goes, yeah. How is that not the the first thing you tried to do? I mean, I guess they've been a little distracted. They've had some things going on. I don't know. But I agree. It's like the first thing you look for is, how do we get this machine to move? (laughs) (laughs) I believe it requires some sort of key ignition button. Ophelia, where are my keys? (laughs) Right? Why didn't they ask Ophelia? (laughs) Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. (laughs) So Lou goes back in to get them. Uh When she goes in, she notices something. What? She notices no. that there's no twin on the broken glass table. Oh, fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck it all. Where fuck, could fuck. the... Attack of the uh, twin! Uh. So they're wrestling, and they're wrestling on the ground, and the twin is just... Stop it. And Lou manages to wrestle the scissors away from her and stab, 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 stab forever. Thank God. So they were really good at the stabbing forever. Because remember, we yes. were dealing with Art the Clown and we were like, why this bitch no, only stab once? You cannot stab once. You've yeah. got to stab like, forever. Like there's not a limited amount of stabs in one's life. You can stab forever. Stab forever. Uh, so <sighs> Lou and Zora, all of them are stab forever kind of people. Good Good job, guys. Yeah. yeah. Good job. So survival guide. Stab forever. Yeah. So she's killed the killed the twin the second time. All right. So the twin's real dead now. So now she clicks the button to unlock the car, like from inside the house. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she's like, let go. 
And so, but she's still handcuffed. We have to remember she's always still handcuffed. So she gets out to the car and she comes around to the driver's seat and Zora is sitting in it. Mm-hmm. And Zora's like, I'm driving. And she's like, you are absolutely not driving. And she's like, listen, you're handcuffed. Dad's leg is fucked up. Jason can't drive. I'm driving. And she's like, plus, I have the most kills. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Lupita, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, Excuse me, right? ma'am. And Lupita is like, no, you don't. She's like, yeah, I killed both twins. And Lupita goes, no, you didn't. You only killed one because I just killed the other one. And Jason's Damn. like, and Jason's like, well, I killed M. And Gabe's like, well, I killed myself and Josh. So I have the most kills. Get in the fucking car. And they're all like arguing. And it's so funny. When all of a sudden they realize... Oh, God. What? There's someone standing in front of the car. No. It's Monster Zora. Fuck you, Monster Zora. Monster Zora. So Zora says. Bitch, you ran over here like a little Like a little fucking Monster Zora bitch. (sighs) Okay. So Zora now says to her mom, mom, get in the fucking car. So Lou gets in the back because they don't have time to like switch around now. Get in. So now everybody's in the car. Kim, what what does Zora do and what do you do? Okay, so the car is like in a driveway? Sure. And we have to back out? Uh, You could go either direction because I believe the car is parked. It's actually more like the car is parked on the road and maybe parallel up against the curb. So like you could go one direction down the road or you could go the other direction down the road. Zora, Monster Zora is standing in front of your car. Okay, um, I floor it and run her over 100%, both okay. of us, hand in hand. Yes. Clearly. Hello. Clearly. So Gabe, Gabe says to Zora, back up. And she's what? like, uh-uh, she doesn't. She's like, no, dad. So she fucking floors it. And she's coming right up on Zora and bam, nope, doesn't quite hit her. Monster Zora kind of runs over the car. Ew, I don't like her. Uh, nor do I. So she spider monkeys over the car, and now they hear that she's on the roof. Oh, Jesus. And there's a sunroof. No. And she stabs the scissors into the sunroof. Oh, shit. And they're like, fuck. So what does Zora do? She slams on the brakes. It's always the way to get someone off the roof. So now, yeah, it's always the way. If you ever need to get someone off the roof, you just slam on the brakes. It's true, though. They fly right off. So she flies off, but she still had her scissors in the moon roof. So she's kind of hanging there in front of the windshield now. So now she pulls her scissors out of the moon roof and is now trying to stab into the windshield. Jesus Christ. And... Uh, let's see. Tries to stab into the windshield. So Kim, what? What does Zora do? I don't. And what do you do to sort of get her off the windshield, or to sort of distract her? Okay. Because she she's like the the scissors are now in the windshield. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So the scissors are through the windshield. Yeah. And so she's kind of like laying on the hood kind of kind of perched on the hood and her scissors are in the windshield okay um and we're at a full stop mm-hmm. okay okay all right so how how 
let's see. Maybe I could. All right. If you want someone to fly off the roof, you come to a full stop. But if you want someone to fly off the windshield, <laughs> <laughs> this is driver's Turn ed with Kim Burns. windshield wipers on. No, no, I'm, not, I'm joking. It's not going to do it. not going to do it okay. enough. Um, okay. I think that, okay. Okay. I'm going to, um, okay. What do I have? What do I have? Do I have anything? You have a car. Uh, I have a car. You have a, uh, let's see. What would you have? You have a golf club? Um, still, we still have like our our weapons. Mm, I know. I would assume you all have your weapons. All right. Well, there's the definitely still I... a poker involved. Okay. Wait. Lupita's, what? Lupita's poker. Fire poker. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. She still has that. Mm-hmm. And I only know that from later. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say they're really good at because so many horror characters are like stab one time, leave my weapon behind forever. Right. Yeah. That's why I just, just, dispo- I just assume they yeah. have nothing because nope. they just disposable weapons. Things. Okay, then all I can think of using the car. So I think we're gonna again slam on the brakes, but like at a t- complete turn, like Ooh. turn the wheel all the way so she like slides off. Hopefully, okay. or it's like I want to like put something like at the scissors <laughs> to push them out. Okay, you know what I mean? okay, I get. It. Or hold on, uh, fuck it, it's just, or grab the scissors so she can't pull them back out right 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 they're mine now (laughs) mine now (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah i'm gonna okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna floor it and and turn turn. turn. Okay, so you're gonna floor it. I'm gonna floor it. Is that you or Zora? Turn that an angle. Sorry. I'm t- look. Let me figure me out first. No, I thought that you had told me, and I messed up. So I'm. Just, I haven't. T- I haven't decisively did anything. Did anything okay. Okay. <laughs> just talking aloud. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna floor it. Turned at a full angle, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna hold on to the scissors. So hopefully she just flies off. Okay. <sighs> I guess we do the same because I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't. You know what? I don't fucking know anymore. Zero points. Fuck you. You had it. She turns the windshield wipers on. She does? What does that do? Well, as far as we know, like, they don't. Or they don't understand the world. Right. And, like, I guess we don't know that for sure, but they've done enough weird things to be, like, we just need to, like, get her to let go right. for a second. So she literally turns the windshield wipers on, and you see that Monster Zora is, like, what? And distracted. So That's, then... Well, fuck fuck you. I I don't know that yet. Sorry. I'm not watching it. So then Zora floors it, like, like going so fucking fast and slams on the brakes again. Nice. So then Monster Zora flies for like flies i mean like 50 feet Mm -hmm. into like trees Mm -hmm. because they're i would say like they're in a neighborhood they're in a residential area Mm -hmm. but it kind of reminds me of like my parents neighborhood and that it's clearly residential but then there's pockets where it's like woodsy Mm -hmm. or whatever not not a ton of street lights that kind of thing right so floors it monster zora flies into the trees now Lupita gets out of the car. What? And they're like, Mom! 
So she goes into where Zora flew into the trees Mm -hmm. and she finds her. Mm -hmm. And Zora, Monster Zora, is hanging upside down in the same position that the chick from Revenge was hanging on that branch where she's like suspended. Yeah. But she's still alive and she's laughing and grasping at Lupita, but Mm -hmm. like can't get to her. And Lupita just kind of stands out of reach watching and the the grabs get less strong and the laughing gets quieter until and she's dead. Okay. Lupita then goes back to the car. So now they've switched places and it's daytime. Lupita is now driving. Okay. And they're in town and they're driving through the town of Santa Cruz. It is dead silent. Not a human around because they're all fucking dead. Just in the streets, in their driveways, in their houses, just dead. So we're seeing like dead bodies. We're seeing everywhere. dead bodies everywhere. And there's no people, like live people in sight. They're all dead. And as they're driving to get out of town, they then find that their path is blocked by another car in the middle of the street, perpendicular to the way that the car should be facing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's on fire. Mm -hmm. Then they hear a thump under the car and they say, back up. Lou backs up and out pops fire boy. Mm. He was under the car. He stands in front of the car between their car and the car that's on fire. Mm -hmm. And his mask is on and he just starts snapping in rhythm to a song that's not playing. Mm -hmm. Lou then gets out with the poker and approaches him. And she puts her hand out and he lifts his mask and smiles and then looks around Lou and smiles at the family. At this point, Jason says, it's a trap. Mm -hmm. Get out. So the other three get out of the car and they see that there's a trail of oil (gasps) From Fireboy mm-hmm. to their car, mm-hmm. and Fireboy has just lit a match. Mm-hmm. So now, Kim, mm-hmm. what? You're Jason. I'm Jason. Okay. What do you do? Oh, I, I, and what does I, Jason do? I light my trick thing. I light my trick thing, and it finally works. And I light, and I he catches on fire. How? What do you mean? What? So he lights his. He Jason lights his trick thing, and and lights the oil, so it goes right to. Fireboy. Got it. Okay. Is that Jason or you? Both. Oh, is there is there another thing? I'm Jason. Mm-hmm. So describe again. So we're we have got out of the car. We have cars. There's oil coming from the car from our car to Fireboy. To Fireboy. Uh-huh. Fireboy is standing between our car and his back is to the car that's on fire. Right. Okay. But we're outside of the car now. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jason. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm going to do what I just said. Okay. And Jason is going to move in a way that makes Fireboy move back into the car that's on fire. <laughs> Somehow. 
<laughs> that is exactly what Jason does. Fuck yes. He opens up his arms so that they're outstretched and he just starts walking backwards slowly. And Fireboy starts walking backwards slowly. And he just walks silently and quietly and calmly into the fire. And we just watch him stand there burning. Creepy AF. So we're like, oh, shit. I get a point for mine? Uh, No, because we have yet to see the fire thing. Mm. Uh, we One, it, it sparked one time, but also Jason is not close enough to okay, the... Okay. Okay. trail of oil fine but i'm really impressed that you got what jason did so now we're like okay shit we're making some progress here we go but then we see that jason has backed up far enough that he's now behind his family's own car right and he's standing next to a parked red car right and as he's standing there we see a figure pop up that had been camouflaged it had been bent down and hunched over and was blending in with the red of the car and it's no. red red hops up and she snatches him and runs off with him <gasps> shit now lupita is the only one that can go after him because gabe can't walk he's her fucked up right? and Zora has to like help him walk like he can't walk okay so Lupita runs the fuck after him she goes to the boardwalk and she sees the line of people all holding hands she comes to a portion of the line we Uh, are the world (laughs) that's what they're singing (laughs) yeah and we see that the line is originating from either side of the man that Jason saw in the beginning of the 1111 man. Uh-huh. And there he's still just standing there smiling, looking out into the distance and he's got people on either side of him and there are people the that one with like 1111 card carved into his into face. Into his face, yeah. And some people are going like out into the ocean, like the line goes out into the ocean. Oh. Like it's like Okay. Going on for at no point can anyone ever see the end of the line. Okay. They just encounter the line at different points. Okay. If that makes sense. So Lupita goes into the fun house. house. You mean Red or Lupita? Lupita. Lupita. Uh, Red is gone. Red somehow ran off with Jason so fast that Okay. She- so they're gone. Lupita was running and she's like sees this line of people. Because she's like, I know I know we're red. Right. Okay. And so she goes into the fun house. She's got her poker still shackled. And she goes into the fun house and she remembers that animatronic owl and it pops out and she She fucking just whacks it. it. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're at a flashback again to her when she was a child. Yeah. And being in that same playhouse. And at that point, we flash back to adult Lupita and she realizes where the door is because she kind of remembers the orientation of where she was standing and how the mirrors looked and what was behind her. Uh-huh. So she's able to find the opening and she pushes on the mirror and it opens into a door and op- out hops a little white rabbit <gasps> and just hops away. So she heads down, down, down stairs into a boiler room, comes to a large door that goes down, down, down some more stairs. There's another door. She comes around a corner and there's a super tall escalator. 
escalator that goes down 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 jesus down i didn't know there was an escalator down to hell yeah there is a there's a it's called a hell escalator hell escalator (laughs) uh going down um oh well we knew that there was an elevator Elevator. to hell not an an escalator yeah and i actually typed elevator here probably because i had angel heart in my head a elevator a elevator yeah that works better Mickey baby. Mickey baby. Elevator works a lot better than wise than Hellscalator. So she comes down the escalator mm-hmm. to this weird sterile space that looks like it was once maybe where people wait for a train, but it's like t- there's no track, but it's just kind of like sterile beige tiled walls and like large sort of blocks in the center of it that people might sit on but it's all just like very nondescript and sterile but just Mm -hmm. a long tunnel Mm -hmm. so now we're back with Gabe and Zora and Zora's helping Gabe walk they approach an ambulance they find an abandoned ambulance so they're like we need to get in here maybe there's some supplies Mm -hmm. at this point they see a portion of the line And Gabe looks around the corner of the ambulance and he's like, is this just some weird fucked up performance art? (laughs) And you just see Zora like roll her eyes at him and like shuffle him into the ambulance. (laughs) They're just so cute. I love it. So now we're back with Lou. And in this tunnel, there's also like rooms off to the side. Okay. And they're nondescript rooms that look like they're trying to be various things, but aren't. So it would be like, this room vaguely looks like a classroom because there's some desks set up and a chalkboard. But then there's like off to this side, there's a room that has like some tables that look like picnic benches. Mm-hmm. But like, what mm-hmm. are they? But like nothing is actually what it is. It just looks like if we were doing like a, a scene in a theater class and we just oh, had to yeah, use like a various couple props. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, and it's all very nondescript and sterile. So she walks into one of the classroom type spaces with her poker drawn, still handcuffed, and she sees Red standing at a chalkboard with her facing the chalkboard with her back to Lupita. And Lupita says, where is he? And without turning around, Red says, your people took for granted. We are people too. And she tells us the story of where they originated. Hmm. The government cloned us oh. to try and control those people on the surface. Oh. It didn't work. They figured out how to clone the body, but not the soul. So these people are just sort of half people. Mm-hmm. And the experiment didn't work. They weren't quite able to control those on top. And so the experiment was abandoned. It failed. Mm -hmm. But they just left all these half people down there. Mm. Well, they all went mad Mm. and were reproducing themselves. Oh. But only based on who they were tethered to. Right. Interesting. And so now we see scenes in the flashback of the night that Lupita was a little girl walking down the boardwalk Mm -hmm. as Red is describing who these 
half people are and what happened. And we see that if if up top, uh, Lupita's dad is playing whack-a-mole, his doppelganger is down in the hallway just hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. And if Lupita's dad turns and gives her a t-shirt, Lupita's doppelganger dad does the same thing, but not holding a t-shirt and with a really uh, creepy scrunched face. Creepy. And then if we see people on a roller coaster up top, mm-hmm. we just see those people's doppelgangers standing and shaking and moving as the roller oh coaster God, moves. Creepy. If we see people eating French fries at a picnic table, Uh we see their doppelgangers ripping apart a rabbit and feeding it to each other. Yeah. (sighs) Meanwhile, there's rabbits everywhere. Everywhere. So we also see as little Lupita walks past uh, Jeremiah 1111 with Jeremiah 1111 on his uh, cardboard. We see her walk past Jeremiah 1111 who doesn't have any cardboard, so he just used his head to carve 11-11 into Uh it. And we see Lupita and Red as babies, as little little kids. Sorry, did you look up what Jeremiah 11-11 is? I did. I don't remember off the top of my head, so I'm going to save it for the postmortem. I actually was going to tell you, but I I don't want to fuck it up because it's too good to, like... I can't wait. Not... um, Paraphrase is the word I was right, right, right. So we see uh, Lupita and Red as babies walking down the boardwalk, but then somehow the way that they're walking makes little Red realize that there's an escalator to go up to the surface. And that's how they come together. Mm. Another rabbit hole okay. for another time. I can't um, wait. Oh my god, so many rabbit holes. I'm I'm still in it. My doppelganger is still just falling down all kinds of rabbit holes. And it's gonna be a good postmortem. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. So we see all of how this played out, and then Red says, "You could have taken me with you, but you showed me my path." And we see Lupita dancing on stage up at the surface. And we see Red dancing down in the hallway in the, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Red points out that the other clones could see that there was something different about her, about Red. Mm-hmm. Because her dance movements are very, they're not as like robotic. They look more purposeful right and so there was something different about her that the clones were somehow able to kind of because like they're only kind of half-brained but they were able to see something and so she says it took years to plan and we see all of the clones moving in unison folding up their red robes and putting them down on bunk beds and all doing it in unison and we see little baby red just staring at a t-shirt that has hands across America on it, just (laughs) staring at it. And she says, I needed to not only kill you, but to make a statement. And so then she turns to Lupita and she's holding two little connected paper people and she tears them apart. Mm -hmm. At this point, Lou's had enough and she tries to attack Red, but Red is always one step ahead of her 
and it's effortless. So she's just always holding her scissors in front of her and can literally just dance out of the way Mm. of Lupita's attacks. And it's exhausting Lupita, who's still handcuffed, and she's just taking these wild swings and is just never even close. Mm -hmm. Red is just always able to just very easily swipe out of the way. Red then runs off and Lupita finds her and the whole scene is still interspliced with Red dancing in the hallways and Lupita dancing up on the surface. And it becomes kind of a dance of Lupita trying to whack her with the poker and Red just dancing out of the way Mm -hmm. with this super creepy music. They then make it into a bunk bedroom, one of the bunk bedrooms. And Lupita is looking for red hiding behind something so she's standing there with her poker drawn looking around trying to see where she is when all of a sudden red comes up behind her lou turns around and stabs her with the poker super impressive death scene from lupita nyong'o i mean i was like did they kill lupita is lupita like is she dead? <laughs> Did they kill this actress for this movie? Because it was like immediately blood is like spurting up into her mouth. And it was like her eyes were completely dead. And she, I mean, it was one of the most impressive death scenes I have ever fucking seen. Oh, wow. So Red falls to the ground, sort of holding on to Lupita. Mm. So now they're both. Red is kind of propped up sitting in front of a bunk bed mm-hmm. and just dead eyes. And Lupita is in front of her with the sort of poker still stabbed into her. Uh And Red, with dead eyes, just starts whistling. But as she's whistling, she's choking on the blood, spurting up from her mouth. And it's super fucking creepy. At this point, what does Lupita do and what do you do? And the poker is still stabbed into Red. Okay. But she's, like, not moving much. Red? Yeah. She's on the outs, but okay. she's whistling. Oh, but I like, okay. Tauntingly. I, oh, ooh. so I want to kill her more. <laughs> it, it's, 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 she's either trying to like garner sympathy or fuck with you. Yeah, right. Okay. So I'm going to, well, we could either, okay, I have, we could either take the poker and stab a thousand times, like we've discussed, or, I can utilize the things we've been talking about the entire fucking time. (laughs) I knew it would come in handy. (laughs) My shackles. These goddamn shackles. I've been shackled so long. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I'm going to say that we together, shackles and shackles. (laughs) Shackles and shackles and shackles. (laughs) Choke red until she is dead dead. (laughs) this strangulation took a long time i don't know if you're aware of the how long it takes to actually strangle someone in real life like it's not like in movies where they're like dead like it takes minutes they did it like the whole time it was almost it was a long it was a long strangulation and and lupita gets an should get an oscar just for this death scene because she's literally like still kind of whistling also choking on blood dead eyes and sort of hit it trying to hit lupita away oh my god and lupita gets sick of 
waiting. I wonder how they filmed all of this. I don't know. When you see it, you're going to be like, I, I, I continue to not know how they did this. It is so fucking seamless. It's unbelievable. So Lou gets tired of waiting and she uses the shackle to break her neck. Ugh. At this point, Lou is exhausted and she starts hysterically laughing. And it's just like, I just killed myself. What the fuck? And it was just laughing. She then. uh, Hello, me. I killed you, (laughs) says I. (laughs) See you later, you, me. (laughs) So she then grabs at a necklace that Red was wearing and there's keys on it. So she unlocks her shackles. Mm. Finally. Finally. At this point, she hears something in a locker that's behind her. Mm -hmm. It's Jason. Jason. She pulls Jason out and Jason is, he's like, "Ah!" he's freaked because he's like, "Ah, are you my uh, my mom? Like, what the fuck? And she's like, no, it's me. It's me. And she's kind of like pulling her hair back from away from her face because like Lupita and Red had slightly different hair. So I think she's trying to be like, it's it's me. It's Mm -hmm. me. And she like puts her hand up. And he puts his hand into her hand and she's like, it's it's me. Mm-hmm. But he's fucking traumatized to all fuck. Rightfully sure. so. For sure. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now Lou and Jason make it back up to the surface and they make it to the ambulance. And the fam is driving off. In the ambulance? In the ambulance. Okay. And it kind of reminds me of the end of Halloween where the three women are in the back of the car mm-hmm. and they're just like, exhausted and in shock Mm -hmm. it was that kind of vibe that i find really realistic because it's like you would just be drained of everything that Mm -hmm. makes you human yeah for sure so lou is driving jason's in the front seat holding a rabbit he took Mm -hmm. a rabbit with him and zora and gabe are in the back Mm -hmm. we now see another flashback as lou is driving to the doctor's office where her parents were talking about how she won't talk anymore. And then we see the fun house again. And we see little Lupita back up to to Red. And we see Red turn around and smile at her. But this time, we see that Red reaches out and strangles Lupita. We then see that Red drags Lupita down, 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 Shut down. The fuck up. Lupita wakes up, handcuffed to a bunk bed. Uh-huh. As she watches Red put on her thriller t shirt. No! And walk up to the surface. No! No! So now. We're back in the ambulance. Lou slash Red looks over at Jason. Oh, my God. Who's just staring at her. And he just pulls his mask down and looks forward. (sighs) The end. Oh, my God. As the credits are happening, we're hearing this other creepy song that I want to find the lyrics to. And we see that there's just a line of red that goes on across America. 
the end. No, I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the whole reason that Red could talk and nobody else could? Because she was born on Earth. Oh, my God. And the whole reason her voice was fucked up was it's from the trauma of strangulation. So how could... How could so many Lupita speak then you know oh i guess she couldn't at first she couldn't at first she had to dance she learned fuck yeah Uh, i'm so so upset yeah i love and hate you jordan peele so much isn't it so fucking good god he's a fucking genius so this is one i know that you're like i watch movies for my job mm. and like i don't have time to watch like movies that i am not watching oh, for yeah, my I job watch this one you gotta watch this one i would like honestly i would go see it for a third time <laughs> because there's so many goddamn easter eggs i'm so upset <laughs> yeah and now i just want to watch lupita's performance oh too. my fucking i mean this is unbelievable like she should get an I oscar she gets nominated for, for something it was unbelievable it'd be really nice if they finally start i mean Igno- they i did mean they kind of acknowledged for get, get out, out yeah but not far enough no, like yeah. you know all right do you want to see what points you got yeah okay i mean i feel like i actually did pretty good staying alive wise did great who knows about dead or alive but i mean like you did great because like even the ones you got wrong like you were still thinking the way that they were thinking like you did this was really good <sighs> and weren't there so many good choices i can't hold i have to count points goodbye okay justin can you believe it's almost time time for what the 2019 live stream for the cure this is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research the cancer research institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash Epic Film Guys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Okay, Burns. Yes. You ready? Yes. How many was the top option again? I'm not going to lie. Your dead or alive's fucked you. God fucking damn it! <laughs> Out of 16 dead or alive's, you got four. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really rooting for you because like every, t- it was like almost opposite every, every single time. time. And almost everyone is dead. The only people still alive are Oh, is the family. Lupita, who we know to be Lupita the whole time, even right. though we learn later it's red. Jason, Gabe, and Zora. Everybody else is dead. Yeah. But in terms of the questions, you did really well. You got 16 out of 34. So, uh, you got, no, I'm sorry. You got 12 out of 18. So total was 16 out of 34. Garbage fucking dead or alive. That's yeah. not fair when half the points are dead or alive. I, I mean, you need but to they come were, up with more questions. But they were all, they were all important characters. I guess that's like they were, it was yeah, two, it was, it was two families, two families times two. Yeah. All right. So it was like, what, like I had to ask all of them, Yes. but that is, that is rare. There's when else have we ever done a horror movie where there's like 16 that main characters. Main characters? Yeah. That's crazy. 
Um, so you got 16 out of 34. But how fucking good was that? It was really good. So I, so this will probably be our postmortem for May. May, yeah. For uh, sure. So you still have time to sign up because I, I think what I might do, like I have a couple other movies that I want to postmortem, but I think most of my postmortem is going to be this because I'm just like, there's so much. There's so much. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> if you join our Patreon, yeah. we do like a postmortem video every month where we like discuss the movies and or the things that we came up for us. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever weird questions that we that come up throughout the thing and like go further into them. And it's yeah. really fun. Yeah. So you so, should join if you want. Yeah, you should. I think that's it. Let's go process. <sighs> Man, that was real good. I know. I'm dude. glad we I'm glad we did it. Me too. It was, I, and I'm happy to be the one to hear it. Yeah. And, and I, I still want to go see it. I just totally want to go. Me. Yeah, I totally want to go see it with you. Cool. Is there anything else that we do? I don't know. That no, was good. I'm, the, I'm upset still. I, I can't think. One of the episodes, <laughs> I think two weeks ago, you had said like, like you let me do us and you were like, I guess I'll do Pet Cemetery," but like you knew that I wasn't going to want to see that one right. anyway. So it wasn't really fair. One that I actually really want to see that I was like, I will give you is La, La Lorna. Yeah. Yeah. La yeah. Yo La Lorna. I'm yep. sorry. What was it called? La La, La Lorna. <laughs> <laughs> which is the director of Conjuring yeah. 3, which my old roommate is oh, yeah. his assistant yeah. on it. That's so cool. So I am gifting you that one if you would like it. I'll take it. Thank you. Cool. Because it looks real good. And it I'll does. probably watch it after you tell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Please write us a review. And that really helps the mm-hmm. algorithms and yeah. it helps people find us yeah. so we'd re- or like share with your friends and shit. Yeah. And um, uh, you can buy merch and you can sign up for Patreon so you can see and hear other shit we talk about. Come hang with us on social media at yeah. KK Sam Podcast. Yep. So let's be friends. Yeah. This cool. has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay, stay alive. Stay alive. Goodbye. <laughs>